You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. I'm just going to say I'm really enjoying these podcasts more and more as they go on week by week. I just want to say thanks very much for taking the time to listen to these episodes. It really means a lot to me that people are putting into practice the things and the tips and the strategies and the tools that, that I put out on a, on a weekly basis. This podcast comes out weekly, whether it's an interview with someone in relation to being healthier, or being fitter, or being more sustainable. It's the whole idea that when you put into practice things that will benefit you, you gain the advantage. And that's just an important point that I wanted to start off with. So our three main topics that we're going to be discussing in today's episode. Okay, I'm sitting here in front of me with the likes of Basil in hot water okay just this is kind of off the cuff but i'm just pointing out it's the small things that benefit you it's the doing the things such as drinking a green tea instead of coffee because it's reducing the likes of caffeine in my system which too many of us have a lot of an excessive amounts of which negatively affect your sleep and then you affect your sleep it affects your hunger hormones and well that's just what i have in front of me i'll be sipping throughout that throughout this podcast so i like basil massively high in antioxidants couldn't be better for you it's an, actually an, adap- an adaptogenic herb that one and it's something that can easily be grown it'll be grown in next year's growing season it's a slow growing crop and you can have a pot a simple pot but there is a small little tip and a strategy for growing it and harvesting it too and I have a couple of YouTube clips on it, but I'll just quickly describe it. It's only taking the top two leaves that emerge. Okay, you cannot pick the lower leaves because then the plant will not be able to make food for itself. But that's totally irrelevant to the top three topics we're going to cover here. The first one is understanding foods we're going to be going through. The next one is my stance on meat and meat consumption. And the final one is three hidden factors in relation to weight loss. That's the three topics that we have and will be covering in this week's episode. Okay, so what I mean is when understanding foods, so we all eat foods each and every single day, every one of us, but it's about what you have for breakfast. What you have for breakfast is so important. Whether whatever time you have it at, whatever you're doing, if you're doing a intermittent fasting or if you're just being, we call it more plant-based, the idea that you have to and need to consume the likes of protein in your diet. And what protein you get, whether it be from eggs whether it be from a supplement whether it be from bread because there is protein in bread but it's not complete protein which is so important so they need to have the likes of maybe a nut butter spread which makes a complete protein it's matching all nine essential amino acids together so that you can be at your optimum because they are called essential amino acids because the body cannot make them so we have to get them from food but if you want to have we call it the alternative of that have the likes of just Weetabix or cornflakes and that's not going to be as beneficial to you why because your body doesn't gain enough of the things that it needs it needs protein and it needs healthy fats okay and that's why i'm a major fan of eggs okay so the whole idea of eggs is one egg contains like six grams of protein and about three grams of fat and very little carbs so that's when you can have the likes of oats that's when you can have the likes of bread whether it be sourdough whether it be homemade whether it be oat bread 
all those things which I recommend to people that I train and recommend to people that I come into contact with. Why? Because they're from single ingredients. And especially if you're making it from organic flavins, oats, that doesn't contain the likes of harsh chemicals, such as glyphosate. That's the major difference. And that is the difference between organic food and the likes of convention. It's what's not in it. A lot of us count calories, okay? Counting calories is important, especially with weight loss, but not enough of us count chemicals. How much chemicals are we consuming on a, re- on a regular basis from whatever food that's been highly processed or commercially scaled in the production of its, its life? And then we are the end consumers, okay? And when you're choosing organic, it's not just better for you, but it's better for the environment. It's better for the soil. Okay, and the soil is degrading. For those of you that don't know, in larger scale, larger scale production, they're not using regenerative methods to look after the soil. And that just means that the foods that we're eating on a regular basis, whether it be vegetables, fruits, and meats, they're not getting the same, they don't contain the same amount of magnesium. They don't contain the same amount of vitamins and minerals due to they're not being in the soil. Because So when someone says something is high in iron, something is high in copper, something is high in magnesium, or any of those micronutrients, what it is, is it's taken from the soil. Now, if it's not in the soil, it can't be in the plant. If it's not in the plant, then we consume it and we can't gain advantage of it. So that's just an important point to note. So whenever I consume foods, I try and focus on the first thing, what and where is a protein source from? Why? And why do people keep talking about protein sources? Why? Because again, it's not just for muscle building, it's for muscle maintenance. And if you're in a fat loss phase, you need to consume adequate amount of protein in your diet and from in your breakfast and from your lunches and in your dinner and in snacks in between. Too many people under eat your protein, you wouldn't believe it. So if you miss out on one main meal in a day, okay, that's if you have three main meals, that's a third, that's over 30% of the likes of your meals, your protein protein requirements in a day. And that's that's quite a lot when you break it down. And if you did that over two days, that's 60%. If you did it over three, you do the maths. They say don't do the maths online. But the whole idea of it is, it's just making it harder for you to reach your fitness goals because protein is satiating, protein maintains your muscle, and it makes you a better healthier version of yourself because it's using cell production it's using healthier hair so if you are struggling with the likes of split ends or poor skin i highly recommend you to up your protein content from the likes of protein sources that suit you okay whether it be supplements whether it be whole foods whether it be the likes of meat sources which i will be touching on just now in the, in the next um topic we will be discussing my stance on it and Throughout the day, understanding foods is important. So your protein, we've touched on that. And now it's like the carbohydrates. And it's often asked, and this question was, specific question was asked from some of them training is, does it matter if I have carbs in each meal of the day if I want to lose weight? So this is a good question for the fact that when we eat carbohydrates, we'll take the example, we have oats for breakfast. That's a complex carbohydrate. It's a slow release of energy as opposed to white bread. So complex carbohydrates are more a preference for people who want a slow release of energy. There are times in a day, in a week, or in your training that you might want a quick release of energy. And I'll just give you an example. If you're playing sports and you want to have white pasta, that is optimal right there. 
But what happens there is it's in its in itself the whole idea of it is a complex carbohydrate is complex, so it takes longer amount of time to break down. A simple carbohydrate such as white bread, white pasta, white potatoes, they break down a little bit easier for the for the body to produce its energy. And carbs get broken down into glucose, and then if it doesn't get used by the body it gets stored as glycogen and if we have excess amount of carbs then the likes of that food gets turned into body fat a reserve so that's just about understanding foods okay carbs is one that we can and tend to overeat on so that's why sometimes i recommend people in a fat loss phase to take out their whether it be their lunchtime carbs and they just have carbs for breakfast and carbs after they train but that's not to say that you cannot have a smaller amount of carbs for breakfast, a small amount of carbs for the likes of your lunch, and a smaller amount for the main meal, which being your dinner. And one example of something is halving your carbs for breakfast. And I give you one of the meals that I recommend to people is overnight oats or courgette oats, but specifically the courgette oats, because why the courgette oats are 50% of oats, and 50% courgette. It's still having a small amount of carbohydrates, but you're then taking out uh, the likes of half the oats and bumping it up, still having loads of fiber. It keeps you fuller for longer, which is good for gut health and massive knock-on effect. And it's adding to the one of your five vegetables a day, and five is the minimum. So five, you're not getting five vegetables a day, you need to up that straight away. It's called a spade a spade. We know these things, but you need to put them into practice. So that just, shows you that when you have carbohydrates a small amount for breakfast is an example of it and you can have a small amount then if you had i like to use my leftovers for my dinner the night before is an example and if i had potatoes i could have potatoes whether it be in a cold salad or could be heated up reheated there's a small bit of carbs there and then you're just going into your training if you're training in the evening with a higher amount of glycogen higher amount of carbs in your muscles because that's where the carbs are stored and that's another advantage of having larger muscles is because the fact that if you have larger muscles, you get to store more carbohydrates, which are in the form of glycogen in your muscles. It's your fuel source. It's your direct body's energy. So if you're not eating enough carbs throughout the day, firstly, you will have low energy levels. But if you want and to consume carbohydrates in three of your main meals, just have lesser amount of them because you will have a higher amount of glycogen. And to tap into your fat stores, you have to reduce down your glycogen. Let's say it's at level 10, and, and then we go into our training, it comes down to 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Still going down to your glycogen. Okay, but if you didn't have that higher amount of carbohydrates at lunch, you would start off at, let's say, 6, 5, 4. So it's easier for you to tap into your fat stores because glycogen has to be eliminated first from your muscles, and then you can tap into the likes of your fat stores which is something that I use, or a tip that I use is also do your training, followed by the likes of a finisher. Finishers are super. You can either go for a run, like jog, and slow and steady state, or high intensity. I have a preference toward high intensity, just due to the fact that it's more, it's quicker, it's more efficient, and for, especially for people who say they don't have time to train, that's what I use and recommend for them. So those are the likes of understanding your foods and the other one and the last one is fats. Okay, healthy fats that I recommend are nuts, seeds, avocados, and oils. But understanding that they have a higher calorie count. Okay, so protein has four kilocalories per gram. Carbohydrates the same, four and four. Then 
9 grams per calorie in the likes of fats. So that's key for you to know that if you are eating healthy fats, which are, you have to eat healthy fats, and I need you to eat healthy fats, if you want your body to function optimal levels, it improves your cognitive function, okay? It increases the absorption of fats out of the and it's good for skin health. So if you are looking for optimal health, you need to consume the likes of fats in your diet. But understanding fats that are higher calorie, but remember, high calorie means high energy. So that's important to note. So when you're consuming the likes of an avocado with your likes of your Saturday lunch or with your lunch or on the likes of bread with a protein source, whether it could be eggs, melted water and sourdough bread, mashed avocado, organic tomatoes, fish bash bosh, that it and an egg is complete protein, your carbohydrates and your healthy fats all in a meal. And they, I call that, and they call that a complete meal because it contains all the three macronutrients and your eggs are there in your protein, your healthy fats in the rich avocado and your sourdough, your sourdough brown bread is fermented, which is good for gut health. And it contains a grain. And if you are gluten intolerant, you can get gluten, the likes of gluten free bread. It's still a carbohydrate and it's a complex carbohydrate that's giving you a slow release of energy. So when you're choosing meals, try pick meals that have the three main macros, especially if it's your main meal, whether it be breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. So that's just breaking down, having a better understanding of foods will help you be a healthier, be a fitter, be a leaner version of yourself. Okay. And now we're going to move on to the likes of the stance on meat. Okay. A lot of people ask me, and I'll tell you firstly that I'm plant-based and that's my stance on foods, especially with meat, because I'll tell you just a small bit about my background. My previous diet was, was totally different to what it is right now. It was sausages and it was rashers that were fried. I did it myself for years, fried in white bread and butter. And when you think of sausages, they're highly processed meat, firstly, and secondly, the fact that they contain, they can contain less than 50% of actual meat. So when you're going for a food source and if you're looking for something to be healthier, go for a single ingredient. We kind of know that. But the thing is, understanding that when you look at the packaging ingredients of the likes of sausages, they're highly processed. There are fillers in them. And you want to try and stick to more single ingredient whole foods to maximize the benefits for you. But then my next meal would have been like ham sandwiches and Nutrigrain bars that are absolutely glorified sugar sugar filled bars that's what they are and the, with the ham sandwiches and with on brown bread i was getting i was being healthier each and every time uh, as i as i matured and the likes of plastic easy single cheese god I, I won't ever go back to that that's for sure and and then digestive biscuits and i had butter with that and i, I was quite active growing up and that wasn't sustainable for me i had energy levels that were massively depleted and increased at certain other times when i was having high sugary nutrient bars at the best of times and then following that then i was typically under eating under eating my protein under eating my carbohydrates and then i would have a massive dinner with spuds and bacon and cabbage and you name the turnip the vegetable after that that was put up in front of me but that wasn't serving me and when i started to take control of my diet and take control of my fitness i could understand that Foods have a massive effect on the way you look and you feel and how much energy levels you have. And I, I really wanted to point out to people that 
I have a preference now t- towards protein from the likes of more plant-based. Whether it be mixing and combining a grain to just pasta and chickpeas or tempeh or tofu, but and eggs being another one of my highly high-protein uh, food sources. But I do consume a small amount of meat. And that's my preference. I do consume fish, especially if it's local and it's fresh. I don't typically go, oh, a tin of fish and go, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Why? Because there's also toxins in that and meat sources, especially then if it's wrapped in the likes of a sealed air contained plastic uh, packaging, because that also contains toxins, BPAs and the likes of things that are going, like toxins. The world in itself isn't going to serve you or doesn't sound like it's going to give you any benefits so i have a preference that if i know i can get something local and if i know i can get it fresh there are organic growers out there and there are people who are local fishermen that do and bring food to you that will be of high quality for optimal health and my preference is for optimal health okay i do have a value on the likes of animals and how they're treated but on organic farms and on local farms the animals are treated with high high respect and if you need and find it you struggle to be a healthier version yourself and you cannot get enough protein in your diet then you need to start focusing on where can you get your foods firstly so if you need to consume it from the likes of fish or you need to consume it from the likes of meat sources then you need to find firstly get it organic local fresh and then after that you need to find it at a improving on your health and improving on not only your health but the health of everyone else that's involved in the whole ecosystem find it organically find what works for you and where you can get it so we strive for improvements wherever you are in your fitness wherever you are in your health wherever you are and you want to be a healthier version you have to focus on you because if you don't focus on you firstly you can't help other people you can't have enough you can't you can't be the best version of yourself and i want people to be that and that's the message that I put out each and every time and I put out a post each and every time I put out a podcast each and every time I speak to somebody. I just want them to be healthier. I just want them to be fitter. And that all comes down to the foods that you eat. Whether you choose to get it local or fresh and organic, that's totally up to you. Whether you, I want people to be healthier in relation to your training. Whether you fit in the training and you do the training, that's totally up to you. But people who listen to this podcast are really into personal development and a lot of people who want who are successful they they train on a regular basis why because it's it's a massive knock-on effect that when you put in the time when you put in the effort it's a compound compound effect that you will improve and things that you do on a regular basis you see results and that's my stance in relation to the likes of meat sources you can eat meat sources but there are better meat sources for you and for each and every person who listens to this podcast and you have to find ones that suit you and if you're not consuming enough protein you need to figure out where can you get protein sources from for you to hit your protein targets okay because if you don't hit your protein targets your body can't produce enough hormones your body will not feel satiated you cannot repair from your training your skin what shouldn't and cannot be be able to reproduce cells because your body is made up of cells and your all from top to toe including your hair you have the likes of its production in numerous different processes in the body so that's why protein is so important in a diet that's why i recommend people to consume the likes of for optimal health protein from food sources that they can get their hands on 
and then after that it's just getting it at an optimal source whether it be you getting it organically and if you're finding it difficult to find things lo local organic okay contact me and i will help you i'll find it wherever you are in the world wherever you are i know there's listeners in australia too i will find and i can find and put you into contact with people who put you in the right direction all the information is out there you just need to ask the right people and when you ask yourself the right questions you get the right answers so i just want to wrap up and finish on the last and final point three hidden factors for weight loss and this is important for people that i train and important to recap it on myself so we'll touch on the first point and if you've ever uttered the words that i don't have time or you're too busy it's the fact that it's not that you don't have enough time really it's the fact that you have a time management problem and whether you're working or you're self-employed or you get up at a certain time and have your breaks at one o'clock and finish at four or five or six o'clock or whatever time you start or finish the whole idea of it is you need to factor in and know and have a system that works for you because if you do things at random if you do random trainings if you do and eat random foods at random times then you'll get a random result you have to have some sort of system a layout of i get up at what this time i have my first meal breakfast at that time i train at whatever and from that then it's the blueprint you need to know what you're doing on a regular basis I walk from Monday to Friday, from 7 o'clock to 7, if you walk 12-hour shifts. And then from there, you know that you have a little bit of a window of an opportunity to train before work, winning. That's when you do it. That's when you train. Do it four times a week. If you want to do five, yeah, that's a win or two. Okay? And then if you can't fit in the four training sessions and you need to knock it back to three, that's perfect too. But what you have to do is you have to be consistent. Something is better than nothing. So you finding and putting your problems behind you and saying that I don't have time, you do have time, you just need to factor it in. Make a plan because people who make plans are able to follow them. It's just the idea of you don't have a plan. You need to fo either follow the organic fitness plan. I put up meals, I put up what time is the best time to train. I've often said before, it's the time that fits and suits you, whether it's in the morning, first thing before work, you can even do it faster than have the likes of maca powder as a drink or a stimulant or green tea, whatever, slightly less caffeine than coffee. Or if you wanted to have coffee, that's absolutely fine too because it's a 10 and a half hour life cycle in your body. So if you had it up to the likes of lunchtime and you still, it'll still be just coming out of your system by the end of your time you fall asleep, whether it be 10 o'clock, that's important too. So that's the first of the three hidden factors. It's finding a time that suits you for in relation to fitting in your training okay the second one i want to be touching on here is when you're eating food whether it be your breakfast your lunch your dinner or snacks do you have your phone in your hand are you tuning it are you being mindful in what you're doing on a regular basis because if you sit there and you have your phone i take it over here on my phone i turn it upside down and you know what i have you see it totally distracts me straight away i lost my train of thought for the second i had it and i'm not being mindful of what i'm actually doing so i turn my phone on silent i turn it flat down face down whether it be with i'm on my own i typically have my lunches on my own or i might make meals sometimes too but the whole idea of it is you need to look and be in tune with the foods that you're eating 
And chewing foods is so important. It's not only important for you being mindful and registering your brain, registering, yes, this is what I'm doing and I'm enjoying my food. And you should celebrate your food because food is something that is actually massively undervalued. Okay, you have to value, you should value your food. Okay, because it takes so much effort to grow it, especially if it's grown organically. I'm a bit passionate about that because too many people waste food and they say, I don't like this, don't like that. But it's about being mindful with your food, uh, mindful with your food and chewing it. Okay, too many of us, if we actually just realize, they recommend 40. Choose, chewing, chewing 40 times. And if you're not chewing 40 times or you haven't ever counted, the next meal that you're having, give a go and see how many times it, it takes you to chew your food and going up to 40. Just count it yourself. I'm going to take a, a guess and say it's typically less than 40. Okay, it might even be less than half of what you've previously been doing. And that just means that your body has to work a little bit harder to process and break down that food. And when that happens, when the body has to work harder, that means your body has less energy for other processes. So that's and less processes, less other jobs. If you have more energy, you then have a result to have a better output in the likes of your trainer. So that's important. And a hidden fact is the people that are in tune with their eating, they chew more. And that means that your body has less work to do when the foods that are being digested. Because the foods that we digest is one of the most processed or most uh, big, biggest jobs, looking for a word here, that our body does on a daily basis. And we're eating three main meals a day. That's putting the body under quite a, it's a stressor, but it's an important thing that we have to do to incorporate in the body having more energy. So that's the second hidden fact factor in relation to weight loss. And the third of which is, I, I'm, I'm very passionate about, is spending more time outside. Whether it be in the morning, try to expose yourself to get your Crusadian rhythm, your body's clock going. It's sun exposure. Sun exposure, fresh air. And when you do that, you you can clock up steps, you can listen to a podcast, this would be a great podcast to listen to. The whole idea of it is you're being more active and you're when you get exposure to the sun, whether it be in the morning, whether it be in the evening, at lunchtime, whenever it fits your lifestyle, that's what I can't, I can't stress enough. Make it fit your day. Get outside, clock up steps, get sun exposure. It increases happy hormones in the body, okay? Too many of us are not getting enough outside activity and remember if you are struggling to do it find an accountability partner find a friend find a family member who'll go for a walk with you okay because fresh air is important the body needs fresh air the body needs sun exposure it improves your happy hormones and sun exposure also gains or produces vitamin d in the body when it's directly exposed to the skin so you're clocking up steps you're gaining the likes of sun exposure, which isn't going to improve your sleep, which have a massive knock-on effect to so many other different processes. And you're going to have the likes of vitamin D in the production of in of what vitamin D in your body when you get outside. Okay, so those are three hidden factors that I recommend to people on a regular basis that I train and that I want people to incorporate into their healthier and happier lifestyle. Okay, so that's today's episode wrapped up in a nutshell. So I just want to say thanks very much for listening to this episode and the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right. If you have any other questions or topics that you want to have covered on this Organic Fitness Podcast, you just hit me up on my platforms, whether it be Coleman Power Organic Fitness on Instagram, Coleman Power on Facebook, or the new one that's on the up. 
TikTok. If you're not on it, it's a whole lot of fun. I'm highly recommending it to you. <laughs> so I always finish and wrap up these podcasts with saying thanks very much. Stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast.